We speak Spanglish podcast. Everything mixed. It's not too. Yeah. Welcome, 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 everyone. This is We Speak Spanglish, the podcast. Yeah. What's up, y'all? For episode three, yeah, yeah, it is episode three. Um, we're trying to get this uh roll into. I actually want to record um more than two episodes a week. We're getting there. We're uh slowly, slowly getting slowly but groove. surely slowly getting into the groove. And once yeah. these episodes stop dropping, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so Some um, Joker movie, babe. Damn, already, sheesh. Yes. But first, first, I just want to remind people, if you listen to us on SoundCloud or on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please subscribe, please follow, uh, drop us a review, a little comment here and there. And if you have, uh, any, you know, topics, stories that you want to share with us and you want us to talk about it on the podcast, please write to us at WeSpeakSpanglish at gmail.com or you can find us on Instagram or Facebook and I don't know. Shoot us a DM, private That's message, right. or, you know, we want to hear from you. All yeah. right? So, yeah. Joker movie already. Oh, man. So, this was our first time going to that AMC reclining chair theater, the dining theaters, and that was such a great experience. It was. Um, I actually liked, I liked the, f- I usually, okay, this was a movie that um, since I first heard of it, I heard it. Last year, I think it was around this time. It was, oh, yeah, I think it was close to, like, October. A friend of mine, he tells me, like, hey, so they're filming a movie around my house. Mm -hmm. And he goes, oh, it's called, you know, it's it's a Joker movie. And Joaquin Phoenix, he goes, I actually snapped a couple of pictures. Oh, that's right. That awesome picture he took. So he sent them to me. And since I knew that, I was like, I I, got to see this. So, um, once I saw the trailer a couple of weeks ago, I definitely knew I want to see this movie. Mm-hmm. I usually try not to go on the on the premiere weekend because I don't like doing the lines. Crowds. I don't like the crowds. I don't like getting shitty seats mm-hmm. and et cetera. But this movie is like a movie like I, I definitely wanted to go see it. My biggest fear was... Um, wait, let me backtrack a little bit. You wanted to do the whole let's reserve seats, right? Right. My biggest fear out of all this was getting shot up in the theater. <laughs> it was it was a fear of mine, which if you notice when you showed me the the mm-hmm. the website with the seats, I kept looking. I didn't want to be uh-huh. like in the first line because I kept picturing if some somebody goes nuts and decides to shoot oh, up the theater. Yeah. I want to be in the back where I can, I can, see that. Where see I can that. run to the exit. I can hide under my seat or whatever it is, you know, because uh, what what was it? I think it was 2012. Around there, right? I think it was 2012. Yeah. Yeah, some we, maniac. Yeah, we uh, it was a Batman movie and some maniac walked in, mm-hmm. ironically, dressed as the Joker. Sadly, too. And mind you, in that movie, Joker doesn't even come out, but... um. Dressed as the Joker, and he decided to shoot up a theater, right. and you know, a couple of people died. 
So that was my biggest fear. And obviously, if you've read anything think, on Twitter. I think when things are so obvious, like we're almost expecting it, those are, that's when things won't occur. Which which is, yeah. which is a good thing. Like you ever notice when we're on level, what is it, red? Yeah. Orange? Or what, for, for, red? Yeah, I think red for, is like the high. We've been in orange. Yeah, for terror like alerts. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that, you know, it's a good thing. We're on high alert. People are alert. But, you know, usually things don't happen when, when you know. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, as let's let's talk more about the, the theater. I was so excited to finally go there. It was a cool experience. The fact mm-hmm. that it's, it's um, pricey. I mean, a hundred dollar night. Well, that was a hundred dollar night. Let's be realistic. <laughs> yes, it was a hundred dollar night. But the truth is, sixteen dollar burgers. I've no, spent. That burger wasn't that we've good spent. For me. We've spent a hundred dollars and a night to go to the movies. Anyway. Yeah, but w- yeah, but with Junior with us. Well, true. Well, the difference is we had dinner, and we mm-hmm. had the snacks. Yeah. So I it's mean, a cool date night. It it was a cool it was a cool date night. Um, the comfort. I mean, it's not a big deal because the truth is, you you probably eating your dinner before the movie really starts. Yeah. Which we did. You're ordering your food. You go and then you have a seat and they just bring it to your section. Your, yeah. Your seat. Question is, should you tip or shouldn't you tip? <laughs> I know, you know, I Googled it real quick because um, as the server came, oh, I know, no, I think it was right before he came. I Googled it real quick because I was a little, I, I didn't want to be, I don't want, I don't want us to be those people that, yeah. you know, but um, I saw on Reddit that a lot of people were saying they don't tip because it's part because you actually just, you ordered it at the yeah concession stand and they just bring it to you. Well, what are you going to do? Wait for it out there? They tell you to go take your seat. Yeah. So. Um, I think I think if I think I did read one. I don't know if it's probably by location, but they tried tipping and they didn't accept it. So I guess it's part of their job. Well, it makes sense because the sense truth is you're paying most of these places now. Like example, you go to this theater, you buy for well for at least the room we went into. Mm-hmm. You buy your tickets beforehand, so you're paying already digitally, mm-hmm. right? You go and you order your food. You pay it up front. Yeah. You pay with your card unless you paid cash or whatever. I mean, nobody really walks around with cash anymore. But And then you go and you have a seat. So the truth is you're most likely not to have cash on you. Yeah. I didn't have cash on me. So even if I wanted a tip, I, I couldn't unless, you know, mm-hmm. Venmo him or something. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, it, it it's true. Like... I don't get the whole, t- I mean, I know we're getting off topic here. I, I don't get the whole tipping thing nowadays where you go to places and the truth is you got to pick one. Either you're going to overcharge me or you want me to tip you. It can't be both. Yeah. And most of these places that they want tips, it's usually places that they're overcharging. You know, speaking of tips, you know what really annoys me too, though? When you're ordering, like if when I'm on Seamless and I'm, ordering and some places have a delivery fee plus you got a tip yeah what but that's what i don't get like Like, when i order things online it's like 199 for delivery fee and then tip and i'm like no the tip is the delivery fee no and the shit is that That most some of these places let's say we order a pizza 
You order the pizza. You can put the tip. That's what she said. <laughs> you you can place a tip during your order, right? You decide what you want to tip them, etc. Mm-hmm. But then when they deliver it, I feel like the delivery guy is also looking at you like, you're not going to fucking tip me? I don't have that problem. You At work, no. they just drop it off. Well, not here. Mm-hmm. When we've ordered a pizza, every time I take that pizza, the guy's like looking at me really? straight in my eyes like, you're not going to fucking tip me, bro. I just usually I just, I've, I always ask you, did you tip them already? Yeah. Oh, like, no, yeah. I always do that. We don't have so to I just grab it. the pizza like, all right, bro, thanks. Yeah. Boom, close the door. Yeah. But yeah, this, uh, this whole tipping shit is getting out of hand. So, yeah, I know. Um, For everything is a tip. Did you change this? Because I, no. I don't see the Joker here. Oh, wow. oh, because you jumped at it first. All right, so um, Joker movie. Um, I really, really enjoyed the movie. Yeah, it was a great movie. I mean, the acting. I feel like oh. um, well, the acting was just. I don't know. It was just. I I really, really, really enjoyed the acting, acting music. The music was great. Yeah. The, the the everything. I I don't know. I don't understand how a lot of people like I've heard. I've heard a lot of opinions, and I've read a lot of opinions on Twitter and Facebook, mm-hmm. and a million like uh, articles coming out shitting on the movie that it's too dark, and I don't get why they say that because the truth is I've seen way more movies where way more people die. The example that I use is like. At the theaters, at mm-hmm. this moment, there's still a movie, another clown movie, which is it, which I also enjoyed, but kids die in this movie, and yeah, I feel like nobody complained. I know. Like, they've complained about and this I one. And I told you, and you know me, I'm very sensitive, like, when it comes to, I mean, it could be a movie, but, like, if I see, like, children or, like, animals getting hurt, like, and especially, like, in a in a crazy way yeah that, that like affects me like so strongly even if i know it's fake um but but joker but even though in the beginning of joker remember i whisper i came over to you and i told you i'm like i can see why how this can be triggering i can because it's very sad you know and it's real that's reality but that's, that's depression yes. however um the media always sensationalize they they make things bigger than what they are to me i think you know, that it was spectacularly done, the movie, but I don't see why the, the, the media hypes this up as, you know, yeah. be cautious and, and all this. And then people just feed off this. I mean, it wouldn't even surprise me to a it's certain point. As, it's almost as if the media is spoon feeding people to feel a certain well, way. Of course. But that's what I'm saying. Look, if you look like one of the f- first articles I saw was, oh, uh Joker movie so dark, yeah. people walking out of the theater, right? I, so you read, then you're like, "Holy shit!" I, yeah. So I at first I'm like sitting there waiting. To, I'm like, "Okay, like what's?" I mean, it's sad, sure, but I didn't need, feel the need to. And again, I'm you know what? I actually felt like walking out of the It movie way more than. But that's what I'm saying. Like you read this that the headline, and you're like, "Holy shit!" Wait, when you read the article, it's one fucking guy mm-hmm. that was probably, I don't know, too sensitive. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. I don't want to call him a big puss, but maybe he was too sensitive. Maybe he was triggered. I know there was another person that was triggered because they have family members with special mm-hmm. needs, and that was a trigger for them. All right, I get it. Walk right. out. 
even though I don't understand why, I've had other movies trigger me way more that have they're not even horror movies. But anyway, one guy walks out and then they I guess he tweets it and this becomes a whole thing. Yeah. Oh, you know, and again, that that's all the you know clickbait, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, God, uh, people walking out of the theater because, but I still don't understand what's the big fucking deal. Yeah, I mean, I get it. It's a situation. Um, first of all, it's about a, what is it? He's a failed uh, stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. He wants to be a stand-up comedian. He's a person with um, mental health issues. Yeah, he has mental uh, a mental illness. And it's based in the eighties when there was a lot of cuts on and and th- like the demand for exactly for mental health facilities wasn't as grand as they are now. I feel like now we have more and even we still even need more. But back in the eighties, there were there weren't as many facilities willing to help, and there was a lot of budget cuts. You know the. The cr- you know, cities were crime ridden in the eighties. Yeah, I mean, and, and I mean, technically it's, that's it's, Gotham City. It's Gotham City, but, but we it, all know you, it's New York. You know, yeah, we know <laughs> it's New York City. People, come on. You know, and then it's like, like I said, obviously you're gonna, even though they've said it, uh, the the writers, producers, whatever, they've said it. This is a standalone movie. Mm-hmm. It really has nothing to do with the storyline. It's, it's basically like what Rob Zombie did with the movie Halloween. You know, they took the story, created a, their own story, et cetera. Oh, it was so, so, that was such a bad movie. Which one, Halloween? The Halloween Rob Zombie one? Is that the girl? That was with amazing. The, what? Wait, which one? With the girl screaming half the movie? Yeah, but it's like, oh, see, amazing? I enjoy. That's I, back. I, no, you know what? it was back, amazing. Back. Amazing How? why? Wait, I'm going to get to that. Ah, I she's like. screaming throughout the whole movie. No, but see, that's that's part two. Which is a lot of screen. I didn't like part two. I'm talking about part one, where they actually give you the backstory. Obviously, again, this is a standalone movie. They take the rights. They decide to write their version of it. Mm -hmm. So to me, it makes sense when you take and you give me a backstory. You give me the Michael Myers story as he's a Mm -hmm. child. You know how he 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 showed like signs of of, you know schizophrenia and shit Mm -hmm. like that. To me, that that's why I found it amazing because it's it gives you an insight. So just like the Joker movie, this Joker movie, even though it's a standalone movie, there's not going to be a part two. They're not really going to connect it to Batman, even though Bruce Wayne does come out as a child. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a good twist they put. You know, it's a it's a standalone movie, but to me, to me. Not looking at the comics, not looking at the, the backstory, the original story, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Looking at this as a movie, because this is how I watched it, as a movie. To me, it's amazing the fact that they they put mental illness into it. Right. And it, it makes sense how Joker ends up being the twisted villain that he becomes. Right. That's how I looked at it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's going to be people that, no, fuck that. It's a piece of shit. Oh, it was boring. Oh, there's not enough it action. It gives you a soft spot for him. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It humanizes Joker, and it, it, it you kind of start rooting for, I don't know. I, I, I was kind of like rooting for him, like, um. you know, because it's like, holy shit. You know, it's a person who tried to make it. He wanted the attention. He wanted to be seen by the world. Let's not give up too much away now. No, it's already been a week. (laughs) If you haven't seen it till now, that means you don't want to see it. 
Plus, I no. think every we'll give it every a month. no every fucking podcast out there has probably spoken about this movie. <laughs> every I don't know a media company has made an article about it, giving away the whole plot. So, but yeah, like you know, it's a person that 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 life has just just keeps shitting on him, mm-hmm. and then we're in an era where you know all these budget there's budget cuts and. You know, people are not getting the services that they need. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a person that, you know, according to a movie, he's taking seven to eight different types of medications. All of a sudden, he stops taking the medication, and you just see how he, you know, turns into what he becomes. Right. So, again, I have to say I really, really enjoyed the movie. Yeah, I mean, Joaquin's transformation, he totally, like, he dove into this role... He lost like forty pounds. Fifty two pounds I read. Fifty two crazy pounds. shit. When I oh my god. Yeah, his I mean, this guy just freaking he really decimated that role, man. That was uh. awesome. Awesome, awesome. I knew it though. He's he's like a weird person and usually like they really they're so disciplined. Like I could imagine being on set with him would be so intimidating because how do you how do you try to compete with such a powerhouse like like he is? You know, hmm. yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, I, I even liked him in Signs. I, Remember him? In I, signs? Yeah, I liked him. I don't. I don't think ever. I I've liked like two movies where he's been in that I can remember right now off the head. It's uh what one was Signs, which a lot of people hated the movie. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Oh, I like Signs. Um, wasn't he in the village? I don't know. I don't remember. I, don't I only remember. saw the village once. But um, he's also there was this movie. It's I forgot. I think it's called Gladiator. I re- this was like years ago. This was like in two thousand yeah one two thousand two Gladiator yeah. And this is like the first movie that I ever saw, like this type of movie, and I en- I enjoyed him in well, that movie. Well, he he really killed it and walked the line, and a lot of people were I upset. Well, I saw it, and he was awesome. Um, he he was nominated for an Oscar, and people were so upset that he didn't take it home. They really? said that, yeah. What's it about? Oh, Johnny Cash. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. So what's the deal with him? Because I see people saying that he was born in PR. Yeah, he was born in San Juan, Puerto Rico. But he's not Puerto Rican. <laughs> no, he's not Puerto Rican. I don't know. So I don't you're know not Puerto Rican if you were born in Puerto Rico. But he was. He's his brother, River Phoenix. He was an actor, and he died, and his like, he was like like 22 or something when he passed. Overdose. What does that have to do with him being Puerto Rican? No, but he comes from a line of actors, is what I'm saying. But I'm saying, I don't know. Does why it make you a Puerto Rican if you were born in Puerto Rico? Oh, I don't know. I don't because I've heard a lot of people like I've heard people like all oh, taking credit like oh he's he's Puerto Rican, but mm. but supposedly he doesn't say he's Puerto Rican. No, I mean that's your birthplace. What is it? Because he was really his parents on vacation or some shit. Um, she I went don't. into labor. Let's see. I don't really know. I don't really follow celebrities like that. Well, I never really read into that. Um, his father is German and some other ancestry there. His mother's from the Bronx. 
Really? Yeah. She's Jewish. Wow. From Hungary and Russia. I mean, it's like, does it even matter where people are from these days? No, it doesn't. It's just, I mean, I, I don't give a shit. I'm just saying, like, I've heard people like... You know, oh, he's Puerto Rican, and yeah, Boricua, yeah. But I, I don't know, because I've heard he, he doesn't say he's Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, that's my thing. I identify as Puerto Rican. I wasn't born in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. So, ah, it's a question for you listeners. Shoot us an email. Do you think Joaquin Phoenix is Puerto Rican? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. So anyway, that's that's enough with the whole Joker movie. I think again, I recommend the movie if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Uh, you suck. You should you should go and uh, you should definitely go get on it. Yeah, I think it's a movie that's definitely worth going to theaters Mm -hmm. and watching. Um. Yeah. Fuck my life. Okay. Ooh. All right. Is it true you're considered an alcoholic if you have a you have to have a drink if you go to a party? Hmm. Because I've heard people like I've heard people and I, I think it's mainly people have said it who have said it are Christian that if you have to have a drink, even if it's one drink, if you have to have a drink in a social event or a, a gathering or whatever, yeah. that makes you an alcoholic. You, you heard feel this like from you need, Christians. Yeah. Yeah, automatically it disqualifies. <laughs> it, I mean, it disqualifies because the, there's a bunch of stuff that you're gonna hear from people from different faiths that they're gonna consider, you know, uh, wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, because if you look at, let's say, all right, so let's look at Catholics. Catholics drink wine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've. Most Catholics do what everybody else does. They drink, they smoke, they whatever. There's no limits. These are like, you know, Catholics that go to church once a year, blah, blah, blah. They identify as Catholics, Mm -hmm. right? Then you have devout Catholics, which still see nothing wrong with drinking wine, but maybe even like regular drinking. But then you have Christians that frown upon everything that Catholics do. Mm-hmm. Even though some Catholics, you know, they mention and consider themselves as Christians and they're they're considered, right? They're 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 included in the whole Christian group. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of like devout Christians and Pentecostals and, you know, they they frown upon anything that has to do with fun. Mm-hmm. Anything that has to do with what they call worldly acts. Pleasures. Pleasures. So there's no drinking. You know, if you're a Christian, you're not even supposed to be at a party. Right. You know, where they're playing worldly music. Uh-huh. So I don't know. I, so that's what I'm saying. Like, if it comes from a Christian, I, I automatically disqualify it. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I I don't know I I don't I could understand what they're trying to say though because they what I think what they're trying to say and this is where it goes it gets misconstrued because they feel like oh so you have to have a drink to have a good time so they probably take it as you're an alcoholic then that's how they see it to me 
I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying yeah. I think that's how they mean it. Well, yeah, but it's so that anybody who a has a drink automatic, like from a Christian stand, what is a viewpoint? Whatever, yeah, yeah. The POV. Yeah, point of view. Um. Anytime you have a drink, it's bad. Anytime you have a drink, it's considered, you know, you're an alcoholic. Uh, I've had, I, I, I remember this one, this person that I know, told me like, oh, you know, if you drink, yeah. you know, you're worth nothing, oh, because Lord. that's what the Bible says. That those who drink are worth nothing. Mind you, that doesn't say it in the Bible. But <laughs> where do people get stuff from? Because people just repeat things that they listen. You know, they hear other people say it. And then, you know, if you repeat it, you know, too many times and you hear it from so many different people and then they start adding the Bible says da, 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 da. And then they keep repeating. It just becomes a whole thing yeah. where it, it com it's in the Bible. Yeah. But that's how, you know, well, me, that's how I know it's people that don't read the Bible when they say yeah, shit but like that. I always that. wondered why there's a there's um just the regular the Holy Bible. Right. Yeah. And then the Catholic version. Well, because the Catholic version has three more books than the regular Christian Bible. Mm -hmm. I can't say which one is the right one, which is the wrong one. I, I really don't know. But yeah, like um, Protestant churches use the Holy Bible and just Catholics. It's basically they use the Catholic Bible, even mm -hmm. though most people that I know that are Catholic, they don't even own a Catholic Bible. They have the Holy Bible. Yeah. And they don't even know that Catholic Bibles have three extra books. Yeah, but I, well, I don't, I don't. You know, it's like, and then the Jewish, the Jewish have, um, they have the old, what, the what, old what, yeah, what in the, in the Holy Bible, what's considered the Old Testament. That's basically their Bible. Yeah. But yes, um, I don't think personally, I don't think if you need to have a drink, me, I'm a person, I'm socially awkward. I have, um, I don't know, I get kind of... You're an introvert. Yeah, I, exactly. I'm an introvert. And when I'm in gatherings or, you know... In a social of, setting. In a social setting, yeah, thank you. A drink helps me loosen up a little. Yeah, yeah but that, I think that's the... That's the majority but that's what of the I'm people. saying. But am I an alcoholic? Oh. No. no you know, so obviously, either. and again, you're going to have the technical people. Well, you have to look for the definition of yeah. alcoholic uh -huh. and blah, 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 blah. We're not talking about technical shit. We're not trying to sound technical. I mean, you know, like experts or anything. I'm just saying, like, obviously, if you look at the definition of alcoholic, then the answer is no, mm -hmm. obviously. But we're not talking about, you know, uh, fuck. La, la, the facts we're yeah. talking about opinions here right so no i don't think that you're an alcoholic if you have a drink on mm -hmm. a social setting yeah. i think you're an alcoholic if you need to get fucked up that's a different story yeah i mean i think that's a in your 20s i guess party hardy and all that other nonsense party. feel like if i <laughs> yeah <laughs> i feel like if i do that shit now oh my god in your 30s, especially mid to late 30s, it's a wrap for you. Yeah, listen, I, I, there's certain things that, yes, our bodies change as we get older. Oh, yeah. But I also think that there's things that we should be self-aware about. Right. 
you know, as you get older. And I, I don't think you need to act like an old person or, mm-hmm. you know, nothing like that. But know your limits. Because you need, to, I, I believe in being young at heart. I believe you are as old as you feel, mm-hmm. you know, because I've seen people my age that they act like fucking old, old people. They don't do anything. They don't like having fun. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's also people that reach a certain age and then they try to act way younger. And the truth yeah. is it makes them look older. Right. You know, it's like you're showing your age. Right. Your age is showing. So, I mean, uh, you just got to be careful, people. Yeah. You know, Again, like, I said, like it's like know your limit, you know, because even now at my age, I feel I'm 36. I'll be 37 in February. But I see how things have changed for me. Yeah. Like, um, like the wear, my clothes from my clothes. Like I don't shop where I used to shop anymore. Or, you know, I see how my taste sh- has been shifting towards yeah. like you know just an older, still fashionable. Yeah. I consider, but you know, I'm not with the belly shirts. I mean, not that I ever was. Um, mm-hmm. Mini skirts, just that. That's just not my my style anymore, and I'm okay with that. But that's what I'm, of course you have to be okay with that. And to me, I just feel like a lot of people are, have a hard time letting go. Letting go. It's like when you have like artists, and you have artists that were super hot, mm-hmm. you know, when they were younger. And they were like, you know, super hot on the charts and all that. And then they start getting older and they refuse to let go to let go. (laughs) And then they try to do what the youngins do and they just make themselves look so much older. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, to me is all about evolving as a person. Right. You because the truth is, listen, if you reach mid to late, let's say from mid 30s to 40. And you're still thinking like a 20-year-old, there's a problem. You have not grown as a person. Right. I agree. So with that growth, to me, you know, it changes like your style, uh, your dressing, the Mm -hmm. way you carry yourself, the way you look, the way you speak. And I'm not saying that, again, because people are like, oh, so that means you got to act like an old person? That's no, not what I'm saying. I know. Saying Why it has to be from one extreme? One extreme or the other. It's like I always say, everything nowadays is white or black. There's no gray. There's mm-hmm. no middle ground. And I, I, I don't know, I just, I believe I can act young. I can pull off certain yeah. things that young people wear, mm-hmm. you know. But am I going to dress like a teen? No. Right. Because, you know, again, it just makes me look old. To me, it just looks ridiculous. When you read a cer- reach a certain age and you're still dressing Listen, like a teen. Just like sh- sneakers. If you're over 25, uh, to me, I mean, this is my opinion. You shouldn't be rocking Jordans anymore. Yeah. No. I've seen people in their 50s and they're rocking Jordans and it's just, I don't, I don't know. Or the Jesus shoes. And then they're like, oh, uh, but well, what? I, I can't wear this? Is that they're comfortable. No, you're not wearing them. You're not paying over $300 for a pair of sneakers because they're comfortable. So, um, speaking of sneakers. <laughs> and speaking of the Bible, what's up with the Jesus shoe? I didn't know what the heck that was until you mentioned it. The Jesus shoe. I'm looking for it now. I had the info here, and of course, now that I need it, it's it's not here. So, okay. 
So the Jesus shoe, for those of you who don't know what that is, I am going to read here. According to the Jesus sneakers, the right? Jesus sneak, yeah. It's called a Jesus shoe, but oh lord. So these are sneakers. This is according to people.com. These are they they cost uh one thousand four hundred and twenty five dollars. Jeez. They're, they're not even cute though. They're That's injected crazy. with Jordan River holy water, right? So all right, so it's a Brooklyn based uh design company, MSCHF mocked a collab culture right this is what they did they 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 mocked collab culture okay. by dropping a pair of 1425 dollar jesus shoes injected with water from the jordan river this was on tuesday and they sold them out in minutes this is according to new york post uh quote it says we thought of that arizona iced tea and adidas collab where they were selling shoes that advertised a beverage company that sells iced tea at bodegas, mm -hmm. end quote. MSCHF's head of commerce, Daniel Greenberg, told the New York Post, so we wanted to make a statement about how absurd collab culture has gotten. So basically, they're making fun of it. Yeah, he pro he just he did they did this to prove a point. Yep. Wow. So MSCHF purchased Nike Air Max 97s, added unique religious customizations to less than two dozen of them and drastically hiked the price. The limited edition kicks sold out in minutes. Did they say they mention how much they put out? How many? Well, it says less than two dozen, so. I imagine like 20 pairs, basically. Yeah. So along with holy water floating inside the see-through soles, the white and aqua blue sneakers also feature a red sole to symbolize shoes traditionally worn by past popes. A crucifix attached to the laces and frankincense-scented insoles. God, jeez. <laughs> Could we get any tackier? The words MT1425, an abbreviation for Matthew, the book of Matthew, uh, verse 14, chapter 14, verse 25, the Bible verse in which Jesus walks on water Jesus. is printed along the outer face side mm -hmm. of the sneaker, and MSCHF added a single drop of blood, of blood, the tongue, of the shoe to symbolize the blood of Christ. Oh my God. That's almost a mockery though. Don't you think? So it says Nike, which is no way affiliated just in case with the Jesus shoe did not immediately respond to people's requests for comment. And then it says that, uh, okay, so we were wondering what would a collab with Jesus Christ look like? Greenberg said as Jew, as a Jew myself, the only thing I knew was that he walked on water. And campaign images of MSCHF's website, a male model poses with religious statues and prays at an altar while wearing the Jesus shoe and red two-piece set and beaded bracelets. All right, so... So they sarcastically sold these sneakers. You know what they needed to do? I'm, I'm wondering what they did with the with the profits because they kept them. <laughs> no, but you know what? This, I mean, because they didn't mean to sell these on purpose. They just wanted to prove a you point. You know what they said? They'll probably do more of these. 
I don't know. So they I know it, I know it started. They start. Well, I don't know if they did. Yeah. Let me see if it says anything in the bottom mm-hmm. about it. Um, according to the company website, uh, MSCHFs allows consumers to get their hands on new products 24 hours before the masses, which drops every second and fourth Tuesday of the month. Mm-hmm. So who knows if they're coming with more of these. Oh, God. So it basically started as a mockery for the collab culture, which is basically where two brands I know. Collide. Collab, you know, collaborate to make one product. Mm-hmm. What I don't understand is... See, this is where, and I'm not, I'm not defending Christians. It's just, again, is either white or black. There's no gray. I don't understand is how a Jewish person, right? The only thing that he knew was that Jesus walked on water, so he was able to use the cross and do all this nonsense and sell him for again trying to make a mockery of the collab culture. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But you're basing your mockery on the belief system of other people. Yeah. So do you think people would frown or, you know, they would be there would they would be an uproar of of triggered Jews if they would take, you know, like Nikes and do something, you know, a Christian would come and do something Jewish related. Yeah. You know, and again, I'm not defending Christians and I'm not trying to shit on Jews. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you know, let's look at both sides. Right. To me, it's ridiculous no matter what. Um, to me, it's just ridiculous asking for 1400 bucks for oh, a pair of sneakers. Absurd. And the sneakers are so ugly. Like, I can't even deal. You know, um, it's just stupid no matter no matter who takes them out or what it has on it. It's just ridiculous. But, you know. Yeah, I would have. I think would they would have. They would have done better if you'd even have to label it. What it had, you know, the Jesus shoe. Yeah. You could have just said, "Listen, we're putting out twenty pairs of these regular ass sneakers. They're only going to be twenty pairs out, and I bet you they would have sold just as well." Again, and you know, n- who knows if they if they come out and do I don't know another hundred pairs, and and people will go and stand online. <laughs> You know, stand online in the cold mm-hmm. or, you know, in the sun or in the rain just to be able to say, I got myself a pair of these. Yeah. So speaking of sneakers, mm-hmm. right, do you think it's weird or, you know, do you think it's OK, you know, when you walk up to strangers <laughs> and you ask them where they got their sneakers, you know, or, yeah. or a piece of clothing? I feel like uh, as a woman, we tend to we tend to do that more. Um, I can't remember the last time I did that, though. I think I was more ballsy to do that when I was younger. But I, but I because there's so many times. I mean, I live in I live we live in New York City. Like yeah. I take the train and, I, you know, every time I'm in the city, I see these. These girls with these, be- you know, a beautiful coat, a beautiful jacket, you know, beautiful shoes. And I'm like so tempted. So, so like I was just talking about this earlier today with my coworkers where I would, you know, I, I would see like someone with a beautiful purse. And I try to like catch a glimpse of what brand it is. <laughs> and I'm like, you see me just walk like walking faster to see if I can, you know, catch a glimpse. But I don't think I can stop someone now and just ask them, where'd you get your sneakers or your 
or whatever um out you know outfit from yeah. I don't I mean I don't know in reality I don't know if guys do this mm-hmm. I'm imagining they do um I've never done it mm-hmm. and I've gotten at it and it doesn't bother me if somebody asks me where did you get it mm-hmm what does bother me is when people are like, oh, so how much how did much? you pay? Yeah, I don't like that. that I, I don't I like don't that question like, either. Especially if I know it's like, like when, even when we got our dog, every single person that yeah. I've met. So, so how much did you pay for it? We like, have a Boston Terrier. You know, I, I don't. Why are you asking me this? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have a problem telling you whatever because we bought them in Puerto Rico. But it's like. I would never ask somebody, so so how much did you pay? Yeah. You know what it is? Because I think cause they're so pricey here, you know? So I guess it. I guess they're hoping to hear maybe a cheaper price than what they've, you know, yeah. been hearing. But people do that here. Like, I've noticed people do that here with everything. Yeah. You know, you got a hat or you got a new bag or whatever. So where'd you get it? Not everyone, but a lot of people have that habit. Mm-hmm. So where'd you get it? Yeah, you know, and how much did you pay? Yeah, like why are you asking me that? Like, I don't like that question. I don't know. I'm just weird about anything that has to do with finances. I don't like yeah, people keep it private. People yeah. keep it private. I don't like I don't like people asking me anything about my finances because I don't ask anybody that. Yeah, I think that's the issue with me is. I don't. I don't expect people to do things that I wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. Did I say that right? I don't. <laughs> I don't do things. All right. So I don't do things to people that 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 would bother me if they did it to me. I think that's more clear. So when it comes to like finances, I don't do like to that. people what 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 I, I wouldn't like to be done to me. Yeah, I mean, what is it? That's the golden rule, even though now it's, now, oh, now now society has changed it. Say. It's not the golden rule. It's the platinum rule, which oh means Lord. treat others like... Uh, the way you want to be treated? No. That's the golden rule. The platinum rule, according to the psychology class I took, was treat others how they want to be treated. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> that's the platinum rule. Oh God! <laughs> All right, so, so I think we can uh, wrap, wrap this, this episode. Up. It's been an interesting wrap, episode. Wrap, wrap, wrap. Yep. <laughs> so, people, again, I'm gonna remind you: we speak Spanglish at gmail dot com. Drop mm-hmm. us an email. Like, if you got a story you want to share, uh, you got an opinion, mm-hmm. you have a topic you want to request, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Write us an email. We speak Spanglish at gmail.com or, or find us on social media. Any topics you want us to cover? Yeah, anything you want us to talk about. You know, you got a sexy story you want to share hey, with the world and get a penny. Yeah, you, a got a, sexy story. you got a sexy story you want to serve. Of course, we can read it and then people can react to it. Or if you got a scary story mm-hmm. or an interesting story. Same porn hub. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> you can find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We speak Spanglish. Check out the website, we speak Spanglish.com. We have not updated, but it will soon be worked soon. on. 
Yes, drop us a review. Drop us a couple of stars if you listen to us on um, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, give us a couple of stars, man. I don't know. A review would be nice. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk soon. All right, my peoples. Bye, peeps. See you next time.